guys. Welcome to our Listening Abilities Podcast. Today, you will listen to Ashen Puto, the original Disney Cinderella story. It was written by the Green Brothers during the 19th century. I will read this story for you. So please, listen carefully and try to get all the differences between Cinderella's Disney movie and the original Green Brothers story. So, let's start and listen carefully. Ashen Puto. Cinderella by the Brothers Grimm. The wife of a rich man fell sick, and as she felt that her end was drawing near, she called her only daughter to her bedside and said, Dear child, be good and pious, and then the good God will always protect you, and I will look down on you from heaven and be near you. Thereupon she closed her eyes and departed. Every time, every day, the maiden went out to the mother's grave and wept, and she remained pious and good. When winter came to the snow, spread a white sheet over the cave, and by the time the spring sun had drawn it off again, the man had taken another wife. The woman had brought her into the house two daughters who were beautiful and fair face but vile and black of heart now began a bad time for the poor stepchild is the stupid goose to sit in the parlor with us they said who wants to eat breath most turn it out with a kitchen wench then took her pretty clothes away from her put an old great bed gown on her and gave her wooden shoes. Just look at the proud princess, how decked out she is. They cried and laughed and lured her into the kitchen. There, she had to do hard work from morning till night, get up before daybreak, carry water, light fires, cook and wash. Besides this, the sisters did her every imaginable injury. They mocked her and emptied her peas and lentils into the ashes, so that she would force to sit and pick them out again. In the evening, when she had worked till she was weary, she had no bed to go to, but had to sleep by the urn in the cinders, and as a count, she always looked dusty and dirty, so they called her Cinderella. It happened that the father was once going to the fair, and he asked his two stepdaughters what he, sh he should bring back for them. Beautiful dresses, said one, pearls and jewels, said the second, and you, Cinderella, said he, what would you have? Father, break off for me the first branch which knocks against your hat on your way home. So. He bought beautiful dresses, pearls, and jewels for his two stepdaughters, and on his way home, as he was riding through a green thicket, a hazel tree brushed against him and knocked off his hat. Then he broke off the branch and took it with him. When he reached home, he gave his stepdaughters the things which they had wished for, and Cinderella, he gave the branch for the hazel brush. Cinderella thanked him, went to her mother's grave, and planted the branch on it. 
and wept so much that the tears fell down on it and withered it. And it grew and became a handsome tree. Thrice a day, Cinderella went and sat beneath it, and wept and prayed, and a little white bird always came on the tree. And if Cinderella expressed the wish, the bird threw down to her what she had wished for. It happened, however, that the king gave orders for a festival which was to last three days and to which all the beautiful young girls in the country were invited in order that his son might choose himself a bride. When the two stepsisters heard that they too were to appear among the number, they were delighted, called Cinderella and said, Come our hair for us, brush our shoes and fasten our buckles, for we are going to the wedding to the king's palace. Cinderella obeyed, but wept, because she too would like to go with them to the dance and beg her stepmother to allow her to do so. You go, Cinderella, said she. Covered in dust and dirt is you are and would go to the festival. You have no clothes and shoes and yet would dance. As, however, Cinderella went and asked the stepmother and said at last, I have emptied a dish of lentils into the ashes for you. If you have picked them out again in two hours, you shall go with us. The maiden went through the back door into the garden and called, You tame pigeons, you turtle doves, and all your birds beneath the sky, come and help me to pick the good into pot, the bad into the crap. Then two white pigeons came in by in the kitchen window. And afterwards, the turtle doves and the last all the birds beneath the sky came wearing and clowning in, and alighted among the ashes. And the pigeons noted with their heads and began pick, 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 and the rest began also pick, 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 and gathered all the wood grains into the dish. Hardly one hour passed before they had finished, and all flew out again. Then the girl took the dish to the stepmother and was glad and believed that now she would be allowed to go with them to the festival. But the stepmother said, No, Cinderella, you have no clothes and you cannot dance. You would only be laughed at. And as Cinderella wept, and wept at this, she, the stepmother said, If you can pick two dishes of lentils out of the ashes for me in one hour, you shall go with us. And she threw the to herself that the most certainly cannot do again. When the stepmother had emptied the two dishes of lentils amongst the ashes, the maiden went through the back door into the garden and cried, You tame beaches, you turtle doves, all of your birds beneath the skies, come on and help me to pick the good into the pot, the bad into the crop. Then the two wild pigeons came into the kitchen without and afterwards the turtle doves and the land and all the birds beneath the sky came weary and crowding in and alighting among the ashes. And the dove, as the doves nodded with their heads and began to pick, 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 and the others began also pick, 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 and gather all the good seeds into the dishes. And before half an hour was over, they were already finished and all flew out again. Then the maiden was delighted and believed that she might now go to them to the wedding. But the stepmother said, All this will not help. You cannot go with us, for you have no clothes and cannot dance. We should be ashamed of you. 
and Diaz returned back and Cinderella and hurried away with her two proud daughters. As no one was now at home, Cinderella went to her mother's grave beneath to hazel tree and cried, Shriver and quiver, little three, silver and gold, throw down over me. Then the bird threw a gold and silver dress down to her, and slipper embroidered with silk and silver. She put on the dress with all the speed, and when the wedding, her stepsisters in, and the stepmother, however, they did not know her, and though she must be a foreign princess, for she looked so beautiful in the gold dress. They never once thought of Cinderella and believed that she was sitting at home in the dirt, picking lentils out of the ashes. The prince approached her, took her by the hand and danced with her. He would dance with no other maiden and never let loose of her hand. And if one else came to invite her, he said, This is my partner. She danced till it was evening and then she wanted to go home, but the king so said, I will go with you and bear your company, for he wished to see whom the beautiful maiden belonged. She escaped from him, however, and sprang into the pigeon house. The king's son waited until her father came, and then he told him that the unknown maiden had left into the pigeon house. Then old man thought, Can it be Cinderella? And they had to bring him an axe and pigs that he might hew the pigeon house to pieces. But no one was inside it. And then, when they come home, Cinderella laid in dirty clothes among the ashes. And a dim little oil lamp was burning in the mantelpiece. For Cinderella had jumped quickly down for the back of the pigeon house. And, ran, and had run to the little hazel tree. And there she had taken off her beautiful clothes and laid on the grave. And the bird had taken them away again. And then she sat seated herself in the kitchen amongst the ashes in her grey ground. Next day, when the festival began afresh, and her parents and the stepsister had gone once more, Cinderella went to the hazel tree and said, Shriver and quiver, my little tree, silver and gold, throw down over me. Then the bird threw down a much more beautiful dress than on the other preceding day, and when Cinderella appeared in the wedding in this dress, everyone was astonished at her beauty. The king's son had waited until she came, and instantly took her by the hand and danced with no ones but her. When the others came and invited her, he said, This is my partner. When evening came, she wished to leave, and the king so followed her and wanted to see into which house she went, but she sprang away from him and into the garden behind the house. Therein stood a beautiful tall tree in which hung the most magnificent purse. She clambered so nightly between the branches like a squirrel that had King's son did not where she was gone. He waited until her father came and said to him, The unknown maiden has escaped from me, and I believe she has climbed up the pear tree. The father thought, Can it be Cinderella? And had an axe brought and caught the tree, but no one was in it. When they got into the kitchen, Cinderella lay among the ashes, as usual, for she had jumped down in the other side of the tree, had taken to the beautiful dress to the bird on the little hazel tree, and put on her great gown. On the third day, when the parents and sister had gone away, Cinderella went once more to her mother's grave and said to the little tree, Shiver and quiver, my little tree, silver and gold thrown down over me. 
and now the bird threw down to her a dress which was most splendid and magnificent than any she had yet had, and she slippers were golden. Golden, and when she went to the festival in a dress, no one knew how to speak for astonishment. The king's son danced with her only, and if one invited her to he, he said, "This is my partner." When evening came, Cinderella wished to leave, and the king's son was anxious to get with her, but she escaped from him so quickly that they could not follow her. The king's son, however, had employed a wrist and had caused the whole staircase to be smeared with pitch, and there, when she went round, had the maiden's left slipper remained stuck. The king's son picked it up, and was small and dainty and all golden. Next morning he went with it to the father and said to him, "No one shall be my wife, but she whose foot golden slipper fits." Then were the two sisters glad, for they had pretty feet. The eldest went with the shoe into her room and wanted to try it on, and her mother stood it, but she could not get her by toe into it, and the toe was too small for her. So her mother gave her a knife and said, "Cut the toe off." When you are queen, you will have no more need to go on foot. The maiden cut the toe off, forced to foot in the shoe, swallowed the pain, and went out to the king's son. Then he took her on his horse as his ride and rode away with her. There were ob obliged, however, to pass a grave, and there on the hazel tree sat the two pigeons and cried. Turn and peep, turn and peep. There's blood within the shoe. The shoe is too small for her. True bride waits for you. Then he looked at her foot and saw how the blood was trickling from it. He turned into the horse round and took the false bride home again and said she was not true one and that the other sister was to put the shoe on. Then this one went into her chamber and got her toe safely in the toe, the shoe, but her level. Was too large, so her mother gave her a knife and said, "Cut a bit of your heel. When you are queen, you will not more need to go on foot." The maiden cut a bit of her heel, forced her foot into the shoe, swallowed the pain, and went down to the king's son. He took her on his horse as his bride and rode again with her. But when they passed by the hazel tree, the two pigeons saw him and cried again. Turn and peep, turn and peep. There's blood with the shoe. The shoe is too small for her. The true bride waits for you. He looked down at her foot and saw how the blood was running out of her shoe and how it was stained, her white stocking with red. Then he turned into the horse and took the false bride home again. This also is not the right one, said he. Have you no other daughter? No, said the man. There is still a little stone kitchen when wench with my late wife left behind her, but she cannot possibly be the bride. The king said, son said that once to her up to him. The mother answered, "Oh no, she is much too dirty. She cannot show herself." But he absolutely insisted on it, and Cinderella had to be called. She first washed her hands and face clean, and then went and bowed down before the king's son, who had her to golden shoe. Then she seated herself on a stool, drew her foot on the heavy wooden shoe, and put it into the slipper, which flitted like a glove. And when she rose up, and the king's son looked 
at her face, he recognized the beautiful maiden who had danced with him and cried, That is the true bride! The stepmother and the two sisters were horrified and became pale with rage. He, however, took Cinderella in the horse and rode again with her. As they passed by the hazel tree, two white doves cried, Turn and peep, turn and peep, no blood is on the shoe. The shoe is not too small for her. The true bride's with you. And when they had cried that, they took him flying down and placed themselves on Cinderella's shoulders, one on the right, the other on the left, and remained sitting there. When the wedding with the king's son was to be celebrated, the two false sisters came and wanted to get into favor with Cinderella and share her good fortune. When the betrothed couple went to church, the elder was at the right side and the younger at the left, and the pigeons pecked out one eye from each of them after the afterwards as they came back the elder was at the left and the younger at the right and then the pigeons picked out the other eye from each and thus for their weakness and falsehood they were punished with blindness all their days so guys this is all of cinderella's or ashenputil's real story tell me what can you think about them there is no fairy godmother there is no plate of lentils and peas on the um disney's movie the cinderella had to be pious and good there is no lucifer cat there is no ghost ghost and jack so i can tell you that literature is beautiful disney has magic so tell me Which one do you prefer? So that's it for today's guys and I will see you soon. Have a great weekend.